Sorry to interrupt. David here. Um, just a quick announcement before we go on with the actual podcast episode that you clicked play to listen to. There is not going to be an episode next week. Um, I am getting married in a couple days as of recording this. And between planning for that and then Max and Caleb coming in town, we just did not have time to record. So very sorry about that. Uh, this would, however, be a good time to go back and listen to other episodes or maybe tell your one friend you have that'd be interested in this to give us a listen. Um, or if you want, you can go on our Facebook group and pick a fight with Max and Caleb about whatever you disagree with what they said. Um, yeah, so just wanted to let you guys know off the top, sorry that there's not going to be an episode, but there is an episode this week, so you can listen to that right now. House mouth is connected to the stairs spine. I hate you. The stairs spine is connected to the living room stomach heart. <laughs> the, the, living the sphincter room is connected, connected to the, the bathroom. Bathroom. Inner mind and outer mind. I wanted to go into this being your friend, David, but I'm going to have to come against you no matter what you say. Oh my god. Just kidding. That was amazing. Your house is a playground, kids. <laughs> Your body is a temple. It's actually a temple, All right. y'all. It's an actual temple. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking Anatomy, about, guys? Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Crit Crew Spookfest uh, 2020. You caught me so off today. guard with that. I have to give you kudos on thinking of that one. <laughs> uh, for to let you guys behind the curtain real quick, uh, when they asked if there's an intro, I said I have one, but you'll regret it. And now we're here. And now we're here. Yeah, this is a post-David <laughs> intro world. Post-David <laughs> intro world. That, that's what we are living in? In the art history of intros. In the art history of intros, that one goes on that. We are not dying from it, but we are living with it. <laughs> so, Max, right. do you want to tell so, us about anatomy? I don't know, I think David's got this one under control. <laughs> no, yeah, we're going to talk... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna talk about anatomy, which don't is put a, me in charge of that. Don't, don't 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 let me do it. Don't let me do it. Which is, if you recall, other games we've played. Another itch itchio game. Woo! Caleb's favorites. Love you. And it's another walking simulator. Hip hip hooray! Have you unsubscribed yet, listeners? Favorite. <laughs> but irrelevant. That's all we know. Relevant to the continuation of our uh, our current trend. It's a spooky game. Full of vampires and mummies. Spooktober going strong. No, it's not. Welcome, Doesn't boys and ghouls. In terrible secrets about suburban life. Ooh. <laughs> At least about... Taxes. At least about houses. So, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Anatomy is a game made by Kitty Horror Show. And it's, like, two ninety nine on Itch.io. So, go get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where it is. That's all I got to say. No, I'm kidding. Um, yes. This is just a promo. Yeah. All right, guys. Fun's over. Fun's about over. the game. David, you started the fun train, and now we can't stop having fun. No, it's time to end the fun. Okay. So talk about the game, Max. Talk about the game. <laughs> so Anatomy is a. I would say, I would say sort of following the the uh, the path made by PT, um, a game a game about being afraid of rooms, 
and, and Slenderman, I'd and say, and being being afraid of spaces. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is pretty Slenderman uh, too, because you you, you're collecting cassette tapes. Essentially, yeah, basically, you're yeah. walk you're walking around a dark house and um, in a very dark house, might I add. Mm. Um, yeah, and you are basically. I would say at the beginning, it kind of becomes this game of acquainting yourself with the architecture and trying to collect tapes in varied rooms. And the tapes have uh, the some of the best written audio <laughs> that I've seen in a game in a long time. It's really good. The writing is phenomenal. And what is this audio saying, Max? The, at least, uh, yeah. What, the, is it, what is it about? In the man? psychology of the modernized human being, the house is... Yeah, so yeah. all of <laughs> It's all like... It's very conceptual musings on the... Uh, the structure of a house and what that relates to yeah. modern civilized society and what it relates to human beings at their core. Mm-hmm. These, these audio recordings, I will say are very reminiscent of like the early, like 1900s sort of like discovery of like medical wonders and, and sort of like um, just that really dry uh, scientific recording. Something very clinical about Yeah, that. very mm-hmm. clinical. That's a good way of describing it. And clinical is a good word to bring up because the the essential like theme behind all the audio recordings is looking at a house under the guise of a human being. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff like di- talking about the dissection of a house and how it's like, oh, if you if you look at it, the rooms of the house have functional structural elements that can be related to organic compounds. The rooms act as veins transporting you know blood throughout mm-hmm. the nutrients of the heart. The one I remember I like is like. The living room, as the living space, yeah. can be compared to the heart, and you know, a room with an active beat to it, where where you you know accumulate the living. It mm-hmm. is very, it's very interesting. I actually, there's a lot of like, it's a game that I would kind of pause every so often and be like, I'm out of the game because I'm thinking about like, that was a cool idea. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like an empty house can <laughs> look at you. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's just there's, and, there's and a lot after. Of, and I, and after collecting some of these, you go to the one in the bedroom, and then the game ends, right? Wrong. Right. Just kidding. <laughs> when, you get the game, when you get the game, there's a folder that says, like, spoilers, like, read down as far as is appropriate. And basically what it says is, like, no, keep playing. Like, just keep the game going. You've got to keep playing. Because mm-hmm. when it ends, you start it back up, and it's gotten a little bit more distorted. So, like, the the thing that's immediately present when you first start the game, it's kind of like a blue uh, VHS pause screen uh, Mm -hmm. with sort of artifacting. Mm -hmm. Not a lot, but just white text saying anatomy and then the date at the bottom. When you load the game back up, that's when, like, there's a little bit of artifacting on the titling. So you kind of think, okay, something is just a little little different. Yeah, a little off. There's and there there are tiny bits of artifacting the first playthrough, but yeah, it's like once you finish the first round, it's not very long. It's actually it's a very short walk through the house. But once about you, thirty minutes. Once you oh, finish the whole thing. Sorry. Once you finish the first like segment, the artifacting starts to get pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and then and the, aud- the audio the... also gets pretty rowdy. It's pretty reflective of that. Yeah. I mean, it hits a point and where then, you, it, where the audio has been broken, and you're basically just hearing like. <laughs> and then this that that particular loop. It's funny that we're talking about this after PT because it's very similar. This is another game about loops, 
Mm-hmm. So after the second one, it ends up as they go into the basement. The third one is, uh, that's where it's just like you're not even in like the same house, essentially, right? Like, I think that's after the third is... one. I think there's four. Yeah, there's four. Because the third is when it gets real rowdy. Mm-hmm. And when the, the text third starts to... Well, also, I'd, I'd like to say that like as you're collecting these tapes, the first playthrough, it's that you know you'll have that clinical um, sort of parallel of body to um, a suburban space or just a habitable home, um, and it'll say very plainly your next objective. Oh, yeah. There's a cassette mm-hmm. in the living room. There's a cassette in the dining room. Um, but on successive playthroughs, the audio starts to influence the text. And the text has more of a personality that is very cryptic mm-hmm. and feels as if there's a secret kind of behind it. Um, there's an instance where um, kind of intercut with that um, discussion, there's a woman, I think it's a woman, who's talking about um, being terrified of a man who's outside who happens to enter in the home uh, laughing and sort of tearing at the hallway. And she's very afraid of it and starts to kind of corner her in the kitchen and he stands at the base or the the top of the staircase leading to the basement and then the next thing that the text will say is there's a cassette in the basement yeah yeah um, so it's very so, the audio begins to like feed into the text which is really great mm-hmm. so to put a very quick bow on it so we can get to talking about this game um, there's another. There's a loop where the house is really just bananas. Um, Glitched. And I think in that, Glitched yeah, that, like the, hell. yeah, like the art assets are flickering. There are just weird artifacts all over the place. I believe you end that one in the basement, and like mm-hmm. teeth start to grow out of the ground, mm-hmm. and then that that um, narrator that you hear in the cassette typically basically ends by saying, you know, when a house is hungry, every room can be a mouth, and then mm-hmm. you start a last loop where you're walking down basically a street um, and the game ends with you really not moving and just listening to the cassette talking about like what does a house think about when no one's inside of it well, and then about the, the hunger of a house after the basement gets the teeth you have that moment of like you're in this like weird fleshy space where there's like yeah. the walls are made of flesh the ceiling is made of flesh there's... well they're actually teeth like if you look close yeah. enough like they're actually teeth and then around your like like veins kind of like coursing and doing their own um sort of own like luminescent effect mm-hmm. um but all of this is sort of like that was a literal jump scare for me and then to get that narrator who was very calming uh, very informative just take a really dark turn and he he's almost like berating you at that point saying, you know, what did you think was going to happen uh, entering into this environment, kind of nosing through what was none of your business. Uh, it takes a very Just like a uh, beginner's film. guide. We've, <laughs> we've been kind of like, we've been dancing around this without actually saying it downright. One of the things, say that, it, Max, one of the things that I think is interesting about this game is that as you're playing the game, this dark environment, it's, it's that sort of standard horror game effect of like, what's the monster? Where you're like in the dark, like I'm afraid. You've you've made me scared. I'm walking around dark rooms. I'm uncomfortable. What do I have to worry about? The monster in this game is the house. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the the. It's a really interesting premise, kind of. Again, bringing it up from PT, like this is taking it to like the absolute extreme of like 
if PT didn't have a ghost and instead the uh-huh. the the monster of it was the hallway. Um, but make, but make no mistake, it's not like the house ever comes out and attack you. You have to fight something like yeah, you're just like, nothing, there's nothing in this game that attacks. Really, you. if you want to get technical, nothing ever happens in this game. If you want to get like real technical, teeth grow in terms of like teeth horror, grow from the floor. Yes, but it's not like you ever like we say the house is the enemy, but it's not like you're ever fighting something or something jumps out at you. It's not like you, it's not like you can beat um, it. The house is just gonna kill you. Yeah. And that is actually one of the things I wanted to mention. So just to go behind the curtain, uh, I I was sick when I was supposed to play this game and did not want to spend that time being afraid, so I just watched a playthrough. So I haven't actually played it, but um, this isn't necessarily a game you have to play to understand. Mm -hmm. Anyway, though, so when Max was trying to sell this to us, he said, like, don't worry, there are no jump scares. Like, don't worry about that. And even going into knowing that, like, even when the audio is saying, do not trust the house, the house cannot be trusted, it has a mind of its own, it's, like, it's really hard to still not feel uneasy, Mm -hmm. even knowing that nothing is ever going to happen. Like, you just do not trust the inherent environment you are in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a game... It's smart. It's a game that it's, like... I, I feel like somebody, like, was watching P.T., and we bring it up a lot because I think that there are a lot of influences here from it. Um, somebody was basically watching it and was like, what if there was no monster? What if we just let people get the, let their overactive imagination scare them for half mm-hmm. an hour? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it that's is. What I mean. it... But that, I... that leads to some really interesting moments. Like Max said, it's like sort of a typical horror thing. Like it is just stupid dark in this house. Mm. Uh, but that leads to some moments where like something as benign as like a door that you left open coming out of the darkness is frightening because mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. it's just like and that's unexpected and that's and you're waiting the, for something to happen that's where the glitching effect is really smart because that's where you you start going back into this dark room and things have changed but they've changed mm-hmm. in ways that don't make sense so you'll walk around and be like this texture is stretched across the door and it scares me yeah, there is there is something very surreal about how they deconstruct that environment that reads as a game developer like just going kind of crazy with it. Like you'll go into the bathroom and as opposed to the mirror just being front facing on the wall, it is like at a 45 degree angle facing the like adjacent wall and it's yeah. it's like comical in in a way because it's like a unity game that has suddenly gone belly up but it's incredibly unnerving with the rest of the atmosphere that's been established Mm -hmm. and at that point they hadn't really established that the house was the i mean they 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 were still mostly talking about houses as weird environments they weren't at the point of like oh this house gonna eat you this house gonna (laughs) eat you i so Um, i i think they dance around that for a while because that is kind of the mm-hmm. big reveal is the house being the monster. They spend a decent amount of time letting you be afraid. I just, I like, I like this like slow progression of uh, you're almost beginning by romanticizing the idea of a home in the fact that, um, you know, the narrator in the audio recordings uh, uses choice phrases like, um, I'm going to take some poetic liberty here to draw this comparison. Uh, talking about the bedroom being uh, the mind 
of the body where you can kind of let loose to dreams and it allows you to wander and the home in itself is we're the one of the only species to take the effort to have our home be reflective of what we are and it begins off very romanticized and the way in which that sort of becomes more claustrophobic in the way it uh-huh. deconstructs um, is just really well paced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is very well paced. Um, there's also a. So I think there are two bedrooms, right? Because there's a master bedroom too. And yeah. Yeah. The master bedroom, I think, has one of my favorite like audio leads into a room, which is the them being like. The, so you, the the master bedroom is immediately preceding the ba- the basement. In the basement you kind of establish as like the I'm gonna get scared in the basement. I know yeah. it. <laughs> and then the audio for the master bedroom is like basically like nah, basement's not that scary. The bedroom is the much scarier. bedroom. Yeah. The, like, yeah. It, the, the the audio I think specifically says it is here we are at our most vulnerable. And I'm like, come on, yeah. game. I don't want to go yeah. in. Here. I don't know what the monster is. It's gonna get me. <laughs> You're trusting in the house to keep you and your body safe to keep like, a safe that is a like... safe roof over your head <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um... so much pain um you you did bring up something that i wanted to talk about where the, um just the loop of this game is very well designed um and very well designed to be conducive to horror yeah. so like with the very first time you loop around um you're dealing with some undeniably creepy audio but after each one like caleb said it says there's a cassette in the back in the like bathroom you go into the bathroom get a cassette listen to some creepy audio and it says okay there's a cassette in the up uh, in the upstairs and you go through this loop and then it ends and then the next playthrough all of a sudden like it doesn't tell you where to go next mm-hmm. so like to deconstruct it what it does is like the first loop it, set, it makes you familiar with the environment, and it tells you not to trust the environment. Right. The second time around, it doesn't tell you where to go. It makes you explore this place that you are now afraid of. Like, that is really mm-hmm. smart. They really um, do. And actually, have, they have I just want to say real quick, the second loop has what I think is the creepiest line, not the bedroom thing, where it just, like, you put in one cassette, and it starts to talk, and then it does that thing that, like, Caleb was talking about with the person entering the house. And then all that just says is the basement is dark, and then it just like stops there, and it's like okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I that's some, that's some shit. <laughs> I don't want to go to the dark basement. The dark basement sounds terrible. Yeah, and it's actually I think that for me the rest of that game is not as impactful as those first Ooh. two loops, because not mm. not to say that it is not good or that I wasn't scared even just watching this playthrough, but it loses that sort of like subtlety mm-hmm. that really just sort of like drove me up like up the wall just watching it here's where i'll disagree with you because there are oh surprise it's a surprise, big surprise i do agree <laughs> with what you're saying where the um what's it called uh the first two playthroughs have a great atmospheric establishment but without the last loop you lose the reveal of i think you're glossing over the fact of the house being the monster that's kind of pretty crazy. I don't think any game has ever done that. That's such a unique approach that it's kind of cool to have that reveal at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the okay, whole I thing should... all the way through is a full package. Plus, I'm a big fan of that end segment where you're being digested. 
Mm-hmm. I, okay, then I should reword. I'm not a big fan of that. Like, so the game ends with you just listening to one last cassette. And I thought that kind of was not like, this is mm. one of the things I don't know how I would end the game. But when you're listening to it saying like, any house that's empty for long enough gets hungry and then it wants to digest things. I'm like, okay, you're taking this like, mm-hmm. what? It, it's, well, it goes well, a bit far when you're not uh, actually going through the house. Here's the thing. I think that you're right. But I think the segment directly before it, where you like the walls, you, you've lost the structure of the house entirely. And the walls are like rounded, needy <coughs> structures. Yeah. And you find a floating cassette tape, and then you pick it up, and it's just crazy static noise, and it fades out and cuts out and goes, you know, another, like, oh, the game's freaked out again. I guess I'll load it up again. Yeah. I honestly think that that, like, freak out at the end, they could have ended it there. Like, the game could have ended with, like, you dead. You get digested by a house. Here's some crazy static. Game over, baby. I don't know. I I think it's it's really nice to have that And This feels like a really well-explored essay. Uh, to me it, okay. it has a voice it has an intention and it follows it through to the very end and i think without that last cassette tape where you're just kind of laying complacent listening it wouldn't have realized all of its themes and ideas um it's, it goes why. a little you know a little far trying to explain that point but i think it's again ties back to sort of that poetic language that's kind of intercut throughout the entire thing Plus, if you think about the fact that on the, uh, and I think we were talking about this earlier, Kitty Kitty Horror Show, the person that made this, her, um, I think it's a her, right? I, I, think, so. I think we're just assuming that because it says Kitty, but I really don't know. I, I don't remember. But yes, either way, the designer of this game on their WordPress said that they are like more interested in audio and writing. So I think it does mm-hmm. kind of make sense to end on the thing that you are like most i mean it it makes sense as an artist to end on the thing that you consider the most substantial to your work right right Mm -hmm. yeah don't don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's bad i just prefer the subtlety and tight focus of the first two loops Mm -hmm. um i would also like to give a shout out for this game including a a child's bedtime prayer which continues to be the scariest prayer known to man (laughs) um the uh now i lay me down to sleep thing that was on one of the recordings oh yeah yeah Net, yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that used Here, in a pleasant context. And there's also throwing, like a root. They love throwing that. What is it? The classical painting, the nightmare. That classical, classical painting of the demon sitting on the person's chest. Oh, yeah. the one about yeah. narcolepsy. Yeah, they yeah. throw that all over yeah. the place. <laughs> um, and yeah, the the textures also are like so horribly like. I say horribly. I mean they're like really pixelated and just like just blown off beyond recognition which i think reinforces this you know game designer um who their project has gone totally like belly up um i want to ask you guys there was one particular segment i forget uh which loop there is but in the dining room suddenly there appears plates and to my understanding that's really the only thing you can interact with so you can go up to these plates Mm -hmm. you can they're in every segment press button and you can break it um there's also so i don't know there's also a light in the tv room that you could turn on oh i didn't know that um but they're okay. minor interactions i mean i i don't you can break the place i, I just don't, don't know i'm they not do sure anything. what that adds to the experience you know if, that, if anything it doesn't <laughs> okay just everything about this seems so like well thought out that when i got to those interactivity moments i kind of like paused and 
was thinking about how it fit into the larger scheme of what they were discussing and i just couldn't no. well I'll just get an email oh, like no. you break the plates to activate the final sequence you big ding dong <laughs> this is PT. <laughs> jesus what do you even think you're doing uh, did you whisper jareth into the microphone no, come on norman reedus okay. norman reedus himself will send yeah. me an email oh my uh, god that, man i would love that <laughs> i would i would i would print that out and frame it um an, an email to Caleb about all right, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So aesthetically, it's interesting too because they're working with kind of some of these like bare bone designing assets. So there's, there's not like an enormous polish to it, but I think that the thing that was interesting, and this this is kind of, I think, a point where you can start really seeing the genius in some artists. They own the video artifacting and they own mm-hmm. the um, the aesthetic and the way that it glitches so that the like the bare bones look doesn't matter. It's that whole thing of like if you really like really dedicate yourself to like looking at your aesthetic that you have to work with and going like this is what I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can so, make something which yeah, visually is- works super well. This is a good time for a little bit of an art lesson, or at least this is a principle and something that's talked about in my field with design. Mm-hmm. So with, with Static Speaks My Name, that aesthetic looks sort of... Yeah, I'm never going to turn down a chance to dig this at you, Caleb. Take that. Um, the Static Speaks My Name, the aesthetic, the aesthetic looked kind of uh, inconsistent and not for any purpose. With this one, mm-hmm. it is it is not inconsistent, but it's very bare bones. But it looks intentional. It's cohesive. It looks like a conscious decision. Yeah. And if it wasn't a conscious decision, at least like what Caleb said, yeah, it was cohesive. It worked for mm-hmm. this. It's it had it had a purpose and at least did not hinder the game. I, I think a lot of it comes down to its lighting, though. If you were to see or lack know, in thereof, static, <laughs> yeah, in static space, my name that whole that whole apartment is. Uh, you can see it, you know, and, and sure the texture work is not sometimes non-existent. Um, there is just like a total reveal of what this environment is, but here it's you you can really only see what is directly in front of you. Um, so I think that's to its strength, really. It it kind of hides it in the shadows, literally hides it in the shadows, so you're not seeing all of the aesthetic at once. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. kind of like being surprised. Um, as you kind of happen upon different uh, elements in the environment. So um, also just the texture work in general has this like really fine pixelated look to it. That's just gorgeous. Like I I really like the texture work quite a bit. Yeah. It's like a 16-bit kind of look or Uh 32-bit. That's Mm -hmm. just nice. So (laughs) whatever. Bits. (laughs) Bits and bites and bloops. Bits Bits and bits and bits and Bits and bites and boobs and bops. Um, it was dumb. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's good. Is there I, more? Just, is there more we want to talk about? This is kind of a short game. It is kind of a short game. It's kind of it's it's sort of one of those things of. I think that I don't really know that there's. I mean, there are maybe things that could be slight improvements, but I think that there's just such good ownership on every like every step of the game has intentionality and ownership to it. Um, mm-hmm. that it's kind of one of those like. Go play it, guys. Just go do it. Yeah. 
Like, mm-hmm. Go do it. Or do what I did and watch a, com- a no-commentary playthrough with the only half the screen visible so you could scroll away quickly if necessary. What you, should do, <laughs> what you should do is if you're scared, you should buy the game and then watch a playthrough because, come on, support small projects. Yeah, support this developer, okay, well, yeah. David. See, p- David. To be honest, part of the reason is now that I got a new computer, I don't want to see anything scary I'm that sorry. big I'm in sorry. front of me. I'm sorry, David. You don't even get to critique because you didn't buy it. <laughs> there's a three dollar paywall to this episode it wasn't intentional i just didn't want to feel scared <laughs> cool yeah let's just keep making fun of david let's run the clock come on come oh, at this me. is the theme of spooktober i i, I, I yeah. love i love you david thank you yeah so um yeah, yeah i mean it's very it's just very good. It's just very good. Just play it. You, just play it. I think. Kind of, you know what? Kind of, now, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I believe we ended our Static Speaks My Name review saying that if that game was like an hour long and someone could really sink some money into it, it could be a really interesting experience. I think it would look a lot like Anatomy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think there. I think there would be yeah. a lot of similarities to it. And here's an I, interesting I think... thing that you kind of get because that's that's sort of the world you run into with some of these small project games. Are that whole conversation of like, if it was a bigger scale, this could be really cool. Mm-hmm. I think Anatomy, like they did it, like they used their budget super well. I mean, obviously, yeah. like a really big budget, like super high res version of this would be cool. But I think Anatomy delivers yeah. it delivers on what it is. I think it does a phenomenal job of delivering what it is. And I think that the information that matters in the game is the stuff that they really spent the time on and that it has an enormous amount of polish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, totally. it's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. So, the conversation. Um, so, of dinner tables, let's dust this dinner, book of off. Dinner, of dinner tables and art. <laughs> what, what about coffee tables? Yeah, coffee. if we were going to make a coffee table out of video games... Which grain of wood would uh, this get, would anatomy be? I get all my wood from IKEA. I would definitely use oh, cool. uh, like, a, like a cedar, like a nice cedar. Mm. Uh-huh. I cut like, my wood from those ants from Lord throw, of the Rings. Throw on some slab. <laughs> throw on a couple. Throw on a couple of sheets of house paint for anatomy. Okay, so varnish. What I'm learning is that as much as you guys make fun of my script, whenever I veer off it. You guys veer with me, so you're just giving me more incentive to stay focused. Yeah, we're enablers. Yeah, we for are. real. Um, um, so I'll I'll go first. Okay. I this is sort of <laughs> this is sort of the thing that's a little bit unfair with the way we like premise this, where small games don't like have a need to do more to get, make an impact. Like if we were making a book, I don't know if this would necessarily feature. If it were to, it would be sort of like however you want to categorize pt and what it creates it would be under that mm-hmm. but i mean other than that it's just like it's really smartly done horror game just mm-hmm. play it i don't care if it leaves an impact or not on the gaming industry mm-hmm. it's worth looking at exactly it's it really is in terms of the way the industry functions it's very tough for small project games to really get a good foot in the door um yeah. Yeah. but don't th- this is a game which could very easily kind of get i, just, I feel like it could pretty easily get overlooked don't overlook it. It's good, um, and it's a unique experience. Run, don't walk to your nearest game publisher. <laughs> to your nearest itch.io. Your nearest computer. <laughs> you all have access to this. I know you do. You're listening you to this. Listening to this? <laughs> You're listening to a podcast. You can play Anatomy. You're listening to this on your iPod Nano? I'm sorry. What? 
Are you, are you listening um, yeah. to it? Are you listening to this podcast in your house? Are the lights off? Are there okay. teeth Guys, growing out to... of the floor? I feel like Can you're we... trying to move into the end segment. We're not there yet. Damn it. <laughs> no, I'm not moving into the egg segment. I was just saying things. Go then. <laughs> no, has Caleb given us his opinion? No, he has. That's why I said go. Um, okay. All right. This is my time. It's my time to shit. Should I pop in that cassette tape? Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Oh, Foley art. This is fun. That was like a laser beam. Um, it was. I, I think in terms of like, you know, we compare this to Static Speaks My Name in a lot of ways. And I think there are a lot of similarities, um, especially with, you know, that, that game was very much predicated on you have uh, text that is saying this is your next objective. It's, it's very straightforward and leads to a general like punchline essentially um but i have not seen a horror game really work to the strength of its writing and have that feed into the evolution of an environment um so i think that's like it's a rare thing to see in a horror game and i think that anatomy because it's coming from a a developer who loves writing uh it's just a well-rounded like they're all all these elements are just working so well together to influence each other. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's what I got to say. <laughs> I know you you got good points there. Yeah. I like, I like what you so, got there. <laughs> great points. Great points. I like that um, body. So, good talk. we don't have any e- we don't have any emails this time around, but I would like to give a very special shout out to uh, Isaac Bean who I did get an email saying that this user liked our Dear F- Esther episode on WordPress. Um, Is this so a that's pyramid cool. scheme? Like, No, it's no. we got Ron Random Person, Wait. for some reason, liked our Dear Esther blog post on WordPress. What? Did you just say, yes, is Matt. this a pyramid scheme? <laughs> <laughs> no, you were hoping we were going to okay. miss that. How in any way is one person named Isaac <laughs> liking a WordPress a pyramid scheme? Okay, the point is, we got to take care of our listeners, and when I get a random name that I can attribute, I'm going to call him out. Thank you for hopefully listening, Isaac. Welcome to still the here, Isaac. Scheme. So yeah, to future to future listeners, if you like, there's a decent chance that we're going to say something stupid about you in a podcast. Okay, but for real, if you want to send us who, the five people that you're going to bring onto this podcast, and then the five people that they're going to bring onto this Wait. podcast, send that to critcrewpodcast at gmail.com. That is the pyramid scheme. Guys, just Very send us, lucrative offers. Just, just send us an email with a bunch of names, and we'll just say them all on air. We'll sh- we will shout out whatever. We will. Okay, there's an asterisk on whatever. <laughs> Crit- whatever name you ask us to say. Crickcrew.com, brought to you by Chase Mobile Banking. <laughs> <laughs> we have to bleep that out. Can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't say no, Chase Mobile Chase is going to come down hard on us. Yeah, yeah Chase is going to be one like, nah, we're, nah, no, we're we don't want to be affiliated down. with this. <laughs> Garbage. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, guys. Hey. Well, so, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Now, now be a deer. Turn off your lights. Go walk into the basement. Don't get chewed up by your house teeth. Take your clothes off. I want... Just, just like to really like feel vulnerable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want, I want you guys to go to the mirror. Okay. 
Okay. I want you to really get a good look at yourself. Look at your environment. I can't see yeah, anything. I'm in I can't mirror see anything I because, in the because anatomy doesn't have mirror reflections. Uh, okay. I want you. I want you to open up your mouth. What's, ah. what's happening? Wait, what's happening to your teeth? They're starting to. Oh no, oh my, my teeth! They're starting to shift. They're t- they're t- are we doing a horror? And they're starting every to shift right now. now. My teeth are turning into tiny houses. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, now they're now they're cassette tapes. They're all cassette tapes. Oh no, it's cassette tapes all the way down. Oh no, I'm, arti- I'm, artif- I'm artifacting out of existence. <laughs> oh, critigerin! Oh my crit- god, critigerin! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get better at these outros, guys. Nope, they have to be terrible every time. 